is SWBC Mortgage's Cowboys Cross Talk. Check this out. Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Brought to you by A Number One Air, the official HVAC and electric partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. The National Medal of Honor Museum. Join the mission at mohmuseum.org. And by SWBC Mortgage. Customized solutions to help you meet your personal and business goals. Visit swbc.com. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton and Kevin Gray. Welcome to week 18 of the National Football League final regular season matchup for your Dallas Cowboys. It is Cowboys Crosstalk presented by SWBC Mortgage. SWBC, baby! Kevin Gray of 105 through the fan, our six-time Pro Bowler, three-time Super Bowl <laughs> champion, <laughs> member go, of the Let's Black go. College Football Hall of yes. Fame, Nate Newton joining hot, me hot, hot, as he hot. does every single week. Nate, happy new year to happy you, man. Happy new year, baby. Happy, happy new, new year. year. We finna get this first and second seed, baby. One or the other oh, coming too. Oh, he's ready yeah. for the Let's number go, one baby. or two seed. We'll yes. talk plenty about that as the show goes on. I'm also joined by royalty tonight as well. You can hear him on 105 through the fan. He is a three-time Hall of Famer, a yes. member of the Texas Radio Hall of Fame, a member of the Texas Black Sports Hall of Fame, and a member of the Texas Boxing Hall of Fame. Wow. wow. None other than Chris Arnold joining us here live at the Cowboys Club. Got Good to you see you, down. Chris. Glad to be back. You Good lay to hand, see you. What's you up, KG? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You lay hands on folks. Bobby. Every now and then I talk about it real good. <laughs> <laughs> and our Cowboys legend this week, he is the two, he was the 2007 AP Comeback Player of the Year, former Pro Bowler, spent 11 seasons with yeah. the Dallas Cowboys. Greg Ellis, baby. North Carolina Tar Heel. Yes. You call him filmmaker, NFL player. Yes. Greg Ellis joining Producer, us here baby. live at the Cowboys Producer. Club. Welcome, sir. Appreciate you joining Thanks. us this evening. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to our conversation tonight as the Cowboys get ready to end their 2022 NFL regular season. They, welcome, they go to Washington for the final time this year as the Cowboys look to end their season on a high note. Nate, this is a team that's looking to win its 25th game in the last two years if they beat Washington on Sunday afternoon. They do play at 325 as the NFL has decided that the Cowboys, Washington, as well as the Giants and the Eagles will all play at the same time. Mm. We do know how the scenario breaks down. If the Cowboys win and the Eagles lose, the Cowboys would be your winners of the NFC East. Mm, right. They do have an outside shot at the number two or number one seed, depending right. on what happens between the Arizona Cardinals and the San Francisco 49ers. Just give me your overall thought, though, heading into this final week of the regular season about this team and what you want to see this week. You know, I, I believe this right here. I've been saying it all year. I needed these Cowboys to go out and play. Mm -hmm. Just go out and play. Try to be the best you can. Try to mm -hmm. be consistent on third down. Control time of possession so you can help your defense. Uh, get this defense a uh, limited amount of playing time so they can be fresh. Continue with the turnovers. Keep the cut. Keep the uh, – the uh, what are these penalties down and it, it just run do what you got to do you know it's an old saying you know whether you're the deer or the lion it don't matter you better get up in the morning ready to run Greg before we come to you I'm going to ask Chris this question because obviously you've covered this team throughout the course of this year talking to players talking to coaches what's your sense about what this Cowboys team is looking to accomplish now that we are at the final week of the regular season here they want to be the best they can be they have a chip on their shoulder about the way they uh, were limited from the playoffs last year they all 
they know that they're not as talented as last year's team, but they have a lot more heart. They say they have a lot more fight. We're going to find out. I will say this, and I've said this before. Coming into the season, when we made our predictions on the show, on the radio show, I said this team, the way they reconstructed the roster in the offseason, eight wins mm -hmm. at the most. Dak get injured in the first game, and the way they performed defensively and with the backup quarterback, uh, Cooper Rush, Rush yes. that showed character and, and, uh, and uh, chemistry. Yeah. And that's something you can't put analytics on. So I've said all season long, Mike McCarthy's done a hell of a job coaching this team, yeah. and I'm impressed with the way they have won games and the way they have taken care of most of their business. Now, there was a couple of losses in there, the Green Bay loss in overtime, and then the Jacksonville uh, loss. A lot of people thought they should have won those games. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? It's the NFL. Y'all know y'all played. Mm -hmm. right. I just look at it like this. They are 12-4. and four. Last year, they were 12-5. and five. They could go 12, they could go 13-4, and four, and just like last year, I don't believe nothing until I see what they do in the playoffs. Yeah. It's, it's give them props for this season and the regular season, but everybody knows you better do something in the playoffs. This is a team that has not won but three playoff games the entire 21st century. <laughs> That's let, correct. Let alone three in one season, let alone three in the last two seasons. Three since 1996. And only three in this century. I'm just saying, so it's the playoffs. But notice they had a fine season. Mm -hmm. It wasn't put like this. If Dak hadn't got hurt, I promise mm. y'all, everybody would not be impressed with nothing yet. That's just so they'd be saying, So, what are you gonna do in the playoffs? Yeah. What are you gonna do? But because the way they overcame the adversity, they showed they had some fight, they showed they can do some things. Dak's got all these stats in the last two months looking really, really good outside of the, the, of the interceptions. Mm -hmm. And the defense started off so strong. Everybody likes this team. Yeah. But if Dak had not got hurt, I promise all of y'all, everybody would be going, mm. <laughs> we'll see when the playoffs come. Greg, this is a team that's looking to do something that your 2017, 2007 team did, which was win 13 games during the regular season. What was the mindset and mentality during the final weeks of the year as you know you're getting ready for a playoff run and what you're wanting to try and accomplish as you're getting ready for the that, playoffs? Yeah, and we didn't approach it right, obviously. Um, that was the year we lost to New York. Um, New York goes on and, and yeah, y'all had to buy, and Romo got dogged out for going to Cabo. Yeah, when half the team was everywhere else partying too. Yes, that's right, and that's the mistake that hopefully that gets brought up. You know what I mean? Um, because you know we hitting playoffs. That's when everybody needs to be at their best. And if you're going out doing stuff you shouldn't be doing, you're not going to be at your best. I would say this, Chris, for some of the comments that you made, it, it, you know, hindsight, right? And I truly mean hindsight. It's almost like, and Dad probably killed me for saying this, but it was a blessing, to be honest with it you. It was. It, it allowed guys to realize if we want to have a chance to be in this thing at the end, guys, we, us, you have to step up. It's not right. just sit back and watch what Prescott right. is going to do. It's everybody has to step our game up. And you, ha and they, you know how it goes. Yeah. Defensive guys have that talk, have those meetings to say, guys, hey, man, we got to pull together. We got to do better. We got to yeah. pick up the slack. And they did. And so hopefully it allowed them to find that new ceiling for themselves where they were right here, but now they got pushed to right here, and now they realize what we can do. Because football is, as everybody knows, the greatest team game. That's right. You can't rely on individuals. How, however good they are, it, the teams that win are good teams. Right. And, and that's what I hope 
and think the Cowboys has, um, and I won't use the word stumbled into, but come upon. Um, right. And I think the head coach has done a great job with pushing everybody, getting the most out of everyone. Nate, the main objective for this team on Sunday is to not obviously just win, but also get out of there as healthy as possible mm -hmm. as they get ready for the playoffs. What's the mindset of a player going into the final week of the regular season, knowing what's on the horizon and what you've got to do to not only do what you need to do to win the game, but preserve yourself and ensure that you can do everything you can to get out of there healthy going into the playoffs? You know, I don't know who's the veteran guys on this team and who's going to lead them, but... Once I understood where I was in the season, because we had a, a year where we played Detroit and got mopped up. And then the next year, we got into the same situation going in with the Giants. Well, what we understood is we went home and told mom, dad, grandparents, every kids, you know what? I need three weeks. Mm -hmm. And it starts today. Because mm. everything is going to be about these Dallas That's Cowboys. It. That's it. And if you can't focus in or if mama can't give you that space or kid, move out the house for a couple of weeks, tell them you'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Because it need to be 24-7 yes. Dallas Cowboys. This is how you should be preparing, yes. right starting today. Was it that same way? No, or was and because and, and, and I'm, and I'm, when you the, – the stats that you just lift, uh, listed yeah. off, Chris, yeah. since 1996. And I'm yeah. sitting here like – you're talking about my career. <laughs> and Nate is sitting right. over there like, well, I wasn't a part of it. <laughs> and that's the truth, right? right, right. And, and, and I look at it, man. I'm like, you're exactly right. And, and to be honest with you, I sit, you know, all the time and sit there like, what was the freaking difference with us? And Nate, I played about two or three right. years with Nate. But in his heyday, right. what was the difference between our teams and their teams? And I, he just really answered that for me. It's like, that was the difference. It's like when playoff came, it didn't matter what was going on. It was like, yeah. Mom, look, love you. Lock it out. But I got to lock down yeah. right. now. We, we, we did whatever we did. We did all the right. stuff. Right. We partied and, and right. made it through the season. But we got to a place where now we're in the playoffs. We can't, we can't afford for any of us not to be at our best. And, Nate, I think that's what the, the – the, the, now, Nate, you, Nate knows me. I wasn't a party. I didn't go no. nowhere. That's right. But too many of our guys did, and they mm -hmm. did it at the wrong time. Mm -hmm. And that group right there, as we all know in the world, you have some party animals on those teams. <laughs> right, right, but right. like he just told her, told the world, when it was time to, to do playoff football, it was locked down. Mama, love you. Hey, I got to go in this thing. For, I got to go in this lab until we get right. to the Super Bowl. Then That's I'll right. be back. But yep. it's locked down time. And I think that may be the missing component, Nate, since 1996, as Chris said. <laughs> that mm -hmm. may be the missing component to why the Cowboys since 1996 hadn't played good playoff football, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Here go one thing to look for. Mm -hmm. I'm hope I'm trying to be superstitious about this, but there has been no team to win the NFC East back to back since 2004 when the Eagles did it. Mm -hmm. If the Cowboys win against Washington and the Giants knock off the Eagles, mm -hmm. the Cowboys will go back to back for the first time. This is the first time, mm -hmm. and I'm like, that might be a sign. That might be a sign of things <laughs> to come because things are falling into place. And I'm going to bring this up because mm -hmm. Greg, you weren't on this team, but Nate was. Mm -hmm. the, year, the year the load left in, in, in Philadelphia, yeah. mm -hmm. the Cowboys, everybody thought the season was over. This is uh, Barry Switzer's Super Bowl, that okay. Super Bowl year. Mm -hmm. Everybody thought that season was over because load left didn't work in Philadelphia. They called fourth down. Uh, Emmitt run behind Nate, but they got stuffed. Mm -mm. 
They played the Giants and barely won that game. Mm -hmm. And then we get on the plane, and we're going to Arizona for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And all we were thinking about was, okay, the 49ers, they're going to have home field advantage. I don't know what's going to happen. How come the 49ers lost that last game and we got Green Bay to come to Dallas? And Mm -hmm. everybody know Brett Favre can't win a playoff (laughs) game if the temperature's above 32 degrees. (laughs) And the Cowboys went on to do what they did and won that third Super Bowl because things happened just like this past weekend. Uh What? Nobody knew Philadelphia's going to lose. Nobody knew go down. Green Bay was going to win. Nobody knew all these crazy things were going to happen. And it could happen again this coming weekend where it puts you in position to be successful in the playoffs. The cool. irony, it's funny you mentioned that because the irony of that story is, is that depending on what happens on Sunday, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers could be headed to AT&T Stadium wildcard weekend by virtue of the fact that the Cowboys would be the two seed mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers and the Packers come into the playoffs as the seven seed. So as we run down the scenarios That's real quick. That's another irony. Yeah, exactly. The scenarios real quick. So the Cowboys are the one seed. If they beat Washington and the Giants lose or defeat the Eagles on Sunday, and also the 49ers lose to the Arizona Cardinals. Now the Cowboys will be the two seed if, Cowboy, if the Cowboys defeat Washington and the Eagles lose to the Giants, but the Cardinals lose to the 49ers. Either way, or otherwise I should say, the Cowboys will come in as the fifth seed and they will head on the road to take on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I want to pose this question to you, Nate, because obviously I think for a lot of people you want the opportunity to have a home playoff game. Hmm. For you, what you see from this Cowboys team relative to the other teams in the NFC picture, which choice would you rather take? Home. You want the game at home. The, the, the Cowboys are 8-1 and one at home. Oh, yeah. They're 8-1. Okay, you don't want Tom Brady. Nope. Well, okay. Well, well, <laughs> Chris is like, no, I don't, I don't want him. He don't want, he don't want Tom Brady. Uh-uh. Tom Brady has come in here three times, yeah. beat us. Aaron yeah. Rodgers has come in here three times, beat us. Yeah. What I'm trying to tell you is, you got to beat the best sometime to At be some the best. At some point, yeah. yeah. So what, 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 what better way to do it? Yeah. Stay home in the comfort of your own home. Mm-hmm. Get a serious routine going mm-hmm. so the offensive linemen can play together mm-hmm. and practice together and stay home and win the game. Yeah. This, this, you know what, man? If you make it to the playoffs, you're supposed to fear none. That's where preparation yeah. Yeah. Meets, us, meets, uh, meets opportunity. Yep. And that's when success explodes over everybody, man. Mm-hmm. Well, how you feel, man? Don't come in my house and disrespect me. It takes a mighty <laughs> poor dog not to fight off his own yeah. porch, huh? Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. And I as the number one seed in 07, obviously having that home game, what was the mentality going into the playoffs, knowing that you were going to be in your own building? When teams were coming to you, it was everything place. that Nate said. <laughs> <laughs> they did the opposite, right? Yeah. And, and I remember, man. It, yeah, I probably will never get to come back on this show. But we had a Christmas party, <laughs> right? Like two nights before, and I'm like, mm, this probably is not a good idea, you know. So <laughs> right. it, it, everything was just like we probably shouldn't have did that, you know what I mean? And, and my man Tony, God bless him. But you know, taking that trip, it's like again, these are things that hindsight. It just sends out the message that to, to New York that, you know, we're not fearful. We're not respecting them. And you don't want to send that message out to a team. You have to respect and understand that everybody is professional football players, so they're good. And when you provoke them, you know, they're playing at a high level. We were more relaxed. We beat New York twice that year. Yep. And so it, it just w- we made a lot of bad decisions. And this is what I – listen to me, fellas. Listen to me. 
New York was continuing to build all year. Yes, they sure were. They came, they into, better better they came into the last game. Mm -hmm. And I think I was the only one sitting up like, hey, man, they shouldn't play everybody because this, this. No. Yeah. Y'all understand this. Cincinnati last year was sporadic. Uh -huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They played in the last game, I think. I'm not, I'm, Y'all go back I and check. It, I think they did. Mm -hmm. I think they were building. New York is trying to get a new – they gonna play. Yeah, they gonna play the when guys. When it comes yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah, next week. What make you? Most what? Sunday. What has the Cowboys shown you to this date? Yeah. That they shouldn't get ready to play. Yeah. Full tilt. Uh, Y'all explain it to me. We're gonna take that question to our yeah. to our next conversation. Yeah. This Cowboys crosstime presented by SWBC at SWBC Customized Solutions for Individuals and Businesses are just a click away. Visit SWBC.com. To learn more and start your next adventure. Kevin Gray of 105 through the fan. Yes. Our six-time Pro Bowl and three-time Super Bowl champion, Nate Newton, Chris Arnold of 105 through the fan. And our Cowboys legend, Greg Ellis, joining us live at the Cowboys Club here at the Star in Frisco. Coming up next on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network, we're going to stick with that question from Nate Newton. What gives us the idea that this Cowboys team is ready and prime to make that potential Super Bowl run? We'll talk about it next on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
back to SWBC Mortgage's Cowboys Crosstalk. Yeah, check this out. Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Back here on Cowboys Crosstalk, live at the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Cowboys Crosstalk presented by SWBC Kevin Gray, 105 through the fan, our three-time Super Bowl champion, six-time Pro Bowler Nate Newton, as always, every single Wednesday here. Live on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network, our three-time Hall of Famer, 105 through the fan, Chris Arnold, and the 2007's AP NFL Comeback Player of the Year, filmmaker and producer, 11 years with the Dallas Cowboys. Greg Ellis, our Cowboys legend, joining us here live at the Cowboys Club. SWBC Mortgage joined the more than 120,000 customers that we've helped to find their happier way home. Visit SWBCMortgage.com to find a pro today. Nate Newton posed this question as we were uh, heading into break that we want to bring to our panel this evening. And the idea of being, is this a Cowboys team that we can see and project going deep into the playoffs and possibly to the Super Bowl? So I'm going to pose it to Nate since you brought up the question. What gives you the idea or not that this is a team that could possibly make that run to the Super Bowl. You know, Chris Arnold said something great at the beginning of the show. They show great character, mm -hmm. great determination, and, and, and it, but it also says you are lacking at a few positions. And when I when I look at our team, uh, we've had great coaching that has kept us together. Injuries have really decimated us. Uh, we're going to start a backup to a backup, possibly to at the center. Uh, if we don't start him, then we're going to shift one guy, go out, we got to move three positions. We got to go with a, a veteran guy that's been playing for 11 years in Peterson. So uh, if you don't play this week like it for your life mm -hmm. and try to get some continuity, how do you go against these teams that we're talking about, whether you go on the road or whether you're home, how do you go against these teams? We have not had success in the playoffs to prove that we are playoff ready and battle tested. How far have we went in the playoffs in the last four years? Chris says it's been a decade. Okay, if it's been a decade, a what gives you <laughs> what gives you the confidence <laughs> that these guys are ready? I'm not saying what happened with Cincinnati can't happen again. Sure. But Cincinnati was running on full health and their quarterback was on fire uh -huh. with a nasty receiver. Yeah. So what, what do we have here that says different? Chris, this is a team that's used the word resilience this year as its word that they've hung on to. This team has shown a lot of that throughout the course of the year. Mm -hmm. Is this a team that can use that and learn from it and utilize it in the playoffs, especially knowing the last time we saw these Cowboys on the field in the playoff situation, San Francisco was walking out of here with a dub and on the way to the NFC title game. Well, that resiliency is going to help them out in the playoffs or in situations where they're in adversity. And the reason I say that is because in in the first part of the year, they like they couldn't beat Cincinnati right now, but they beat them back in September. Mm -hmm. There are team there are some games that the defense carried the whole team. Mm -hmm. There were some games late in the last part of November and early December, Dak Prescott carried the team. Mm -hmm. And I think that Houston game where the defense got the stop and then the offense marching 98 yards down the field. That was all sides of the ball, getting it done, and that showed, okay, it ain't never over for us. Right, I right. think they can carry that into the playoffs, but I'm like, Nate, I want to – it's hard to see what they've got right now, and so because they're all banged up. 
you really don't know what kind of team this is. The team that was late October and early November, that was a fully healthy Dallas Cowboys team. The defense hadn't given up a first-quarter touchdown. Mm -hmm. Offensively, Dak was like, oh, my God. He took it from the number 27th-ranked offense to number one. Mm -hmm. Dak Prescott, just addition of Dak. They were utilizing Pollard properly. You know, Pollard and Zeke together. Mm -hmm. This is what was going on late October, early November. Mm -hmm. Right now, you got all these different injuries on the offensive line. Mm -hmm. we, we talked about the different injuries on the defense, especially the cornerback situation. Uh -huh. yeah, everybody was dogging out Anthony Brown earlier in the year. Now y'all miss him, don't you? <laughs> all I got to say is it's hard to tell what this team is going to do. What I do like is their potential matchup. Last year, everybody knew, oh, you don't have to face San Francisco if you don't have to. Mm -hmm. And they faced them, and they got drove. Mm -hmm. San Francisco right now, like last year, right now they've won nine straight games. Mm. And Cincinnati, like last year, they are on fire. Those are two teams you don't want to face. Well, the Cowboys, if they make the, if, when they make the playoffs, depending on where they are, they're going to be Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. You hate to face either one of those quarterbacks, mm -hmm. but they are older quarterbacks, mm -hmm. and their teams are both raggedy. So, and, and the Green Bay game would be at home. It's almost like, you know what, Mike McCarthy? You didn't get to go home to beat Green Bay, mm -hmm. but you can beat their ass in the playoffs at AT&T Stadium, the same place where you win, won the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's the Cinderella story, the subplot that we're going <laughs> to get to wrap up this season. All I know is I can't judge this team because I can't trust them yet, even though they've shown some resiliency and some heart in chemistry and character. Greg, the adage is in the NFL that defense wins championships. And this is a defense earlier in the year that seemed like it was playing at a championship mm -hmm. level. Mm -hmm. This defense has not got a sack, only had one sack over the last few weeks, but still a team that's top five in the NFL in sacks, or number one in the NFL in takeaways. Yeah. Is this a defense that can find its pass rush again to be able to affect quarterbacks come playoff time? Well, as you asked me that question, I was about to ask these gurus that question. <laughs> what is going on with the pass rush? I mean, it seems like. You know what it is? I'm going to tell you what's what happening. I found. Uh, I was listening to Brian Broaddus, who looked at all the tape. Okay. And he was talking about this, but other, a couple other guys were talking about it as well. As you know, all these other teams compile tape. Yeah. And yeah. what they did is, okay, we're not going to stay in the pocket no more. So yeah. they roll out or they th release the ball quicker. Mm -hmm. It may take away a, a, a mismatch mm -hmm. down the field, but they got to get rid of the ball. So mm -hmm. to neutralize the pass rush, they've been rolling out. Like, look at Gardner Minshew. Mm -hmm. who was uh, playing there for Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Here's Gardner Minshew. Mm -hmm. He yes. never got sacked because he did either throw it away or he's rolling around mm -hmm. and it's thinning the play. That's what they're doing. And, early in and the there's guys in injured. Yeah. Uh, early in the year okay. when they was doing this sack party thing, uh -huh. they yeah. had longer distances. They, everything was third and seven, third and okay. nine, mm -hmm. okay. second and okay. ten. We were getting up there. Not only was we getting off on the rock and, and – uh, and getting them in long mm -hmm. yardage situations, we were getting them with penalties. Mm. So that was stacking. We are not a big killer team. So they had a lot of movement, a lot of yeah. stunts, a lot mm -hmm. of games. Mm -hmm. And so teams seeing that, okay, when you're in this game, it takes time to do run a game. Yes. Set up this, set, you know, yes. set up the tackle yes. in, the yeah. end tackle. Yes. So they like getting the ball out. Yeah. Okay. And as the season went on, mm -hmm. our great players, they, they stopped caring about, uh, about contain. See, you they, said, yeah. it, I, see, they stopped caring Nate about the and I ain't want, I'm glad you said yeah. So, Parsons, <laughs> Nate brought this out. <laughs> okay. So, the last game, right? Philadelphia was the last right. game, right? So, the well, last. Actually, it was Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay, but the Philadelphia yeah, game. Yeah, the big game. Yeah, the deal, right? Right. And so, and I'm like, okay, it looks like Parsons is running the game because he makes that inside move. He did it 
first time it was a game, yes. and the tackle didn't get out. Okay, that way. The th next three times, he shot inside of Mitchell, just like, I ain't going to let you hit me. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there looking at it. I'm like, okay, this had to be a game. Why didn't the tackle come and cover? I don't understand yeah. how could that yeah. happen. And so that is what happened. And so I'm like, okay, what, what was going on earlier on that, that wasn't happening? Why is it happening now? So we have to make sure that we're not discipline, yeah, discipline, discipline. not getting so comfortable in, in, in not playing with discipline because that's yeah. football one-on-one. If you're in, make an inside move, somebody got to cover them. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you, you do not want to play either one of those quarterbacks, Tom or um, what's the name? Um, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Because mm -hmm. they're going to see that and just buy extra time oh, yeah. and get rid of the ball. So you, you have to be disciplined in order to play good defense. You got to play and fly around and all that stuff. But you have to be fundamentally sound. And when an end is coming inside or whoever the outside pass rusher is, if you're coming inside and nobody's covering you, that's not fundamentally sound. So they, they have to play disciplined football in order for them to experience a success, in my opinion. Coach brought it up. Co coach, uh, after the game, Coach, uh, the head coach brought mm -hmm. it up. He McCarthy. said we need to be disciplined in our lanes. Yes. We need to be disciplined in our pass. And see – this is this is what can that switch flip right now? Yes, because yes, it's, it's, it's all about okay. man. If you're supposed to be in the B gap, yeah. be in the okay. B gap. Yeah. Okay. Don't yeah. come to the sideline saying you saw something. You and I yeah. went in the C gap. Let me tell you something. Remember when Michael was bringing out that timeout? Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> that right there is a rookie mistake. Mm -hmm. Not that he called a timeout. Is that you ran 10 yards inside? Mm -hmm. Minshew saw it and ran 15 yards outside. So that means you had to retrace yes. and run an extra 15 yards. And so with three plays in a row, you don't ran 75 yeah. yards. You've, ran, you've ran 50 yards more than you had to do. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're banging out of timeout. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Stay in your lane yeah. and keep this dude up in the pocket. He can only, look at Minshew can only throw inside passes. Yeah. He couldn't throw nothing outside nope. because he keep floating. Mm -hmm. yep. Come on, man. Yeah. yeah. Come on now. You just have to be disciplined. So it, it's an easy problem to the correct. Yeah. If, and, and I think the head coach, McCarthy, is, good, it's, it's, is experienced yeah. enough to not just to say, oh, we're good because we won. I right. think he's disciplined enough to say, you know what? Yeah, we won, but we also going to correct these mistakes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, hey, guys, I can't have you doing that on the defensive line. You can't do it. Yes. If, if, you go, if you're going to make that inside move, tackle. If you see him making an inside move, cover him. Yeah. Just use your brain. Cover yeah. him. Greg, I'm interested in this question because obviously for the coaches that you play for, obviously playing in a, for a Hall of Fame coach and Bill Parcells and all mm -hmm. the things that came with it, what was his message to you guys getting ready for games like this, obviously knowing what's ahead of you and what you're needing to do? <laughs> what would Parcells tell – what do you think Parcells would tell this team going you, into this moment so, right now. Yeah, you touched on a lot of nerves. I'm not going to go all the way there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this, and I'll answer your question. I sit sometimes, Nate, and I'm like, man, I just wish Bill would have stayed one more year. Mm. I wish that would have worked. In, in a yeah. love way, don't get me wrong. I know what you're saying. Yeah. And love Campo when Campo was the head coach. Yeah. But, but I just like, man, I think that would have been it. All right, we're going to shift gears. <laughs> 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 so, so to answer your question, I, I think Bill would say what everybody knows he says, don't eat the cheese. Yep. Just don't, all right, you won, but don't eat the cheese. Yeah. The reality of the situation is we didn't play on all cylinders when we beat Philadelphia. So, yeah, you won, but let's, let's call a spade a spade. Let's identify the areas that we didn't do good in, and let's make sure we got that corrected. Except he wouldn't say it as nice as I'm saying it now. <laughs> He'll jump the coach's butt and make sure it get taught the right way to the guys, and the message is very clear then. So that's what I know Bill Parcells would say. 
um, his actions would be. And before we go to break, what would Jimmy Johnson tell Worse this group uh, <laughs> about this moment <laughs> heading into but this believe, final game? Believe it or not, playoffs. see, this is what a lot of people don't know. Okay. A lot of information uh, when Coach Johnson was coming through, one coach that locked on to him mm. was Coach Parcells. Mm. So basically the same thing he's saying. Yeah. He would have cussed out his coaches, yeah. and in turn, we would have got cussed out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it, it rolls downhill. Yeah. 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 It all flows yeah. downhill. Like. Yeah, and so we would have knew. Yeah. We would have knew. I mean, winning is the only only cure to everything, yeah. but you can't do it in a, in a, in a non-disciplined way because when it catches up with you, yeah. Joe Avanzano used to always tell us, when mm. it catches up with you, it catches up with you and ain't nothing. Thing you, you can, can do, do about, about it. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. That's it. Because the game will be over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's take our next break right here on Cowboys Crosstalk presented by SWBC Mortgage. Kevin Gray, 105 through the fan, our three time Super Bowl champion, Nate Newton, our three time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnn, and our Cowboys legend, Greg Ellis, joining us live Woo! at the Cowboys First Club. First round pick, baby. At the Star <laughs> in Frisco. Yeah. Coming, I like that. I like that. I like that crowd. Coming up next yeah. on the Dallas Cowboys Radio go. Network. Let's yeah. get you ready. For the Cowboys taking on the Washington Commanders, what do the Cowboys got to do to walk out of Washington with a win and get healthy on the way out of Washington, too? We'll talk about it next on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
NBC Mortgage's Cowboys Crosstalk. Cross yeah, Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Back live at the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. This Cowboys Crosstalk presented by SWBC, SWBC PEO, helping to alleviate the HR administrative burden that comes with running a business. Leave the worrying to us. Visit SWBCPEO.com to find out more. Kevin Gray of 105, three the fan, our three-time Super Bowl champion, six-time uh, Pro Bowler. Uh. Nate Newton joining me as, uh, as always every single Wednesday. The three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold, gotcha 105, three the fan joining us as well. And our Cowboys legend this week, former North Carolina Tar Heel and, of course, 11-year veteran with the Dallas Cowboys, that is. Greg Ellis joining us here on this Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Gentlemen, before we get into our Cowboys commanders conversation, a little bit of a uh, Breaking news here as of about seven minutes ago regarding your Dallas Cowboys. Oh. Congratulations to Demarcus Ware, the all-time leader in sacks for the Dallas Cowboys and, of course, Super Bowl champion with the Denver Broncos, has been named Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist for the class D of Ware. 2023. So this congratulations got to be it to yep. Demarcus Ware, who has been named a finalist for the class of 2023 Pro Football Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. So some really cool news there with respect to the all-time sack leader for the Dallas Cowboys, DeMarcus Ware, among some of the others being named Pro Football Hall of Fame finalists, Dwight Freeney, mm -hmm. also Albert Lewis, uh, other names, Jared Allen as well, Andre Johnson, Reggie Wayne, Torrey Holt, Willie Anderson, Joe Thomas, and Darrell Revis, also named Pro Football Hall of Fame finalists for the class of 2023. But congratulations to DeMarcus Ware, uh, one step closer to Canton, Ohio. Props to D. Ware, but they got to figure out how to get D. Woody, D. Darren Woodson in there. I agree. They got to get Woody. Woody in there. Woody's got to be in there some, at, some, at some point in time. He the all-time leading tackler. Don't wait this man old and slobbing and in the wheelchair. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't do <laughs> it like Gil Brandt. Don't, don't Come do on, it like. Come on, man. That's, that's, that's cold-blooded, man. And uh, He's the all-time leading tackler in Cowboys history. Yeah. He, he was the first safety yeah. to openly play in the slot. Yeah. To openly mm -hmm. cover the speed that can cover those little guys. But, it, yep. but you know what, man? I, I'm not going to go there because it's popularity contest. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the writers. I don't believe in conspiracy theories, mm -hmm. but it's one that I do believe the media hate Dallas. And that's that's the only way they can survive. You know, before, um, I, I want to say all through the 80s and early 90s, that's what they used to say because there were all these Steelers from the 70s in the Hall of Fame. Oakland Raiders. No, no Cowboys. The it's Oakland like Raiders. Oh, and that my was God. It. He's like, wait a minute, all these teams of the 70s got these players in there, and then no Dallas Cowboys for, like, until the 2000s started showing. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you started seeing more. Thank God more. they put the Super Bowl pictures in there. None of us want to be in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. At least wow. you in, right? Wow. <laughs> I got my own little section. They go yeah. to the brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a team that's trying to uh, get some Super Bowl photos of their own is this current iteration of the Dallas Cowboys. They play their final regular season game of the 2022 NFL season mm -hmm. on Sunday at 325 in Landover, Maryland, when they take on the Washington Commanders, not the football team or whatever they used to call themselves yeah. uh, back then. Um, but as we go into this game, now I'm going to start with you on this one. Dak Prescott in this offense, number two scoring offense right now in the NFL. They've been terrific since he's been back. But on the defensive side, the Cowboys are going to see a rookie in Sam Howell with the Washington Commanders at starting quarterback on Sunday when they take on Washington. What's this defense got to do in your mind to get back on track, even with facing a rookie in Sam Howell? You, you, if you 
do everything in your power to stop the run. Mm -hmm. This kid ain't seen the he ain't seen the multiple coverages we can do. Yeah. Now stop the run. I mean, just I mean, set it out. If you got to put nine dudes up there, set it out and force this dude here to beat you. Yeah. This dude can't beat you, man. So you and you give him every look known to man. You come out with paratroopers, man. Yeah. Yeah. You, Come on now, you get on your Madden game and create some stuff. Yeah. I'm serious. He yeah, said, not right. get on yeah. the Madden game. Yeah, I don't even play Madden, but <laughs> I'm just here. You can make your own defense. Yeah. Man, this dude should just make something nothing since he hadn't uh, seen before. Yeah. 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 Because the they they the best guy they got is Heineke. Is it is Yeah, huh? Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Yeah. yeah, that's the best dude they got. And they won't play him. Yeah, they ain't gonna play him, thank God. So now you <laughs> come yeah. on, man. They will take a look oh, at the future. Come on, man. Yeah. As a defensive end and someone who obviously loves getting after the quarterback, what's it like? What's the mentality of a defensive player on that line knowing that, hey, we got a chance to go get after a rookie this weekend? I mean, it's great. I mean, everything Nate said is great. I, I, I mean, you you got to, you know, give him looks that he hadn't seen before and, and really just try to get, get after him, man. You know what I mean? Um, get to him early and often, uh, but definitely stop the run. Because if yeah. you stop the run, you're going to be able to – they're going to have to pass the ball and – and they it's going and, and they want to see what this kid can do. So they're going to try to play real football. They're not going to say, all right, it's third and eight, and we planning on running the ball. It's like, no, yeah. you're out there. We need to see what you can do. So third and eight, he's going to have to pass the ball. So let's really, really get after him, man, and and get him off of his spot yes. and just make him uncomfortable. And if you don't sack him, just force him to move. Force him not to just sit back there and, and pat the ball. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Get some heat on them, and I think the Cowboys will, will be fine. Now, I know you love your Tar Heels. We can't cheer for this one this week, okay? Sam Howell, of course, former North Carolina Tar Heels. We can't cheer for them this week. You going to be okay? I, well, you know <laughs> what? I'm going to leave that alone. All right, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. You, you yeah, played against cool. many Tar Heels yeah. while you was in the league. And I try to do them yeah. in. There you go. That's <laughs> right. There you go. So when you, when you, hey, so when the season over with, y'all meet back you know exactly. the right. Like It's cool now. It's cool now. We have to handle business yeah. during the regular season. Chris, before we go to break, what's the one thing you want to see from Dallas, either on offense or defense or possibly special teams, that's going to make sure that this Cowboys team handles business against Washington? I want to see them handle business early and mm -hmm. then do it often. They were playing around with their food against Tennessee. It's like, what, yeah. what, what, what? All I can say is they've had opportunities over the last month where they're supposed to have big, healthy leads mm -hmm. and then hold on to it. The only time they've done that is against Minnesota. Now, you know yeah. Minnesota. They, we call them the most <laughs> the most unserious team in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> but the Cowboys need to go on ahead and take Washington out of this thing early. And the reason they should is because y'all know, y'all done been through that a number of times. Mm -hmm. There's so many Cowboy fans in Washington, D.C. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. They will, the, the, the crowd will start going crazy. The Cowboy fans are going to take it over. Washington ain't got really nothing to play for. You get that lead. I, I'm, I'm giving flashbacks real quick. Mm -hmm. you, you stay at the hotel in Washington. Mm -hmm. You get on the buses. And all the way till you get to uh, FedExville, people it goes through the hood. Yeah. People stand on their porches. Yeah. It's the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. recognize the buses, <laughs> man. Yeah. That's a yeah. Cowboy city. Yep. So yep. take out the Washington football team commanders early and uh, handle up so we can treat the second half of this game where you don't have to worry about injuries. Yeah. Let's take our final break here on Cowboys Crossup presented by SWBC. BC. Before we do, let's take uh, thank our last partner here. Liberty Tax is a proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys schedule and appointment today at libertytax.com slash Cowboys. Kevin Gray, 105 through the fan. Nate Newton, our three-time Super Bowl champion. Our three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold, and our Cowboys legend, Greg Ellis, joining us there, here at the live at the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Coming up next, we're going to catch up with our Cowboys legend, former NFL player, movie producer, 
also filmmaker. Let's catch up with Greg Ellis and see what he's got going on these days. We'll do that next on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Mortgages Cowboys Crosstalk. Cross yeah, Broadcasting live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Regular season finale of Cowboys Crosstalk presented by SWBC. One final time, Kevin Gray 105 through the fan. Our six time Pro Bowler, three time Super Bowl champion, Nate Newton, of course, joining us. Three time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold of 105 through the fan. And our Cowboys legend this week. Former 2007 AP Comeback Player of the Year, North Carolina Tar Heels, spent 12 seasons in the NFL, 11 of which yeah. with the Dallas Cowboys. Greg Ellis joining us live at the Cowboys Club. Let's catch up with our Cowboys legend, Greg Ellis, this week. Not only a former NFL player, successful NFL career, but now moving into the world of Hollywood and 
film production and yeah. all kinds of stuff. Obviously, we know about Carter High mm -hmm. and the massive success that that film had. For you, what's been that journey like for you diving into some other ventures and obviously successful, especially in the movie business? See, you, you're making me um, sweat because y'all making me brag on myself. <laughs> <laughs> You've earned all of that yeah. success to well, be able to talk yeah. about yourself well, in that th way. Th thank you, man. I mean, my motivation for doing, um, to work in the, in the industry is to help people, is to help them become educated and enlightened about certain topics. And, and I think that's the best way um, to help people. Um, for example, we're working on another movie project. It's called My Dear, D-E-A-R. Not um, My Dear like Tyler Perry. No, <laughs> I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. But uh, it's a movie that covers mental health. Okay. Um, you know, I look at a lot of guys when they retire from football, um, things, you know, Marion Barber is one of those guys. Mm -hmm. um, things <coughs> a lot of times go south mentally. And so, you know, the question mark is, okay, you know, they had all the excitement and, and it's like a very successful life. Um, what should be a successful life after football. It's like, what could have possibly happened? And so this film, we kind of paint a picture. It doesn't mean it's everybody's picture, yeah. but paint a picture so people can gain an understanding it's like, you know, why do these guys fall off the bandwagon? Why do they fall off the tracks if they were so successful playing football, made a lot of money playing football? And some of them, you know, they're not even broke. But what, what right. happened? What, what made them fall off the tracks? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I tell people, it's not – people look at athletes as if they just played in the professional ranks. But it's like – professional athletes have been doing that since we were kids you know what I mean and then you don't have that no and then more. it's over that routine exactly but also it you know you don't have to be a professional athlete to struggle when you're finished doing that main career right I mean a post office guy right sure. if he's been or she's been that post office worker for 40 years it's like okay I retired I'm you know 60 or whatever now what am I supposed to do? Right. I don't want to just sit home and, sure. and, and pet the dog all day. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I want to get out and do something. So um, when our primary career is over, it's very challenging for people to enter that second phase of their life. And so we want to try to just provide some answers, if you would. And um, that's what we're doing in this particular film. Um, we also have a website that we also started. Um, we're working on putting together a couple of walks around the Metroplex um, mm -hmm. doing, I think, May is Mental Health Month. Right. It and, is, And yeah. so um, that's what we're doing. The website, I'll give it out. It's not totally finished, but they can go to it. It's called gettingmyhelp.com. Um, there you will see videos of people sharing their personal bouts uh, with mental health. Um, it's so interesting you bring that up because yeah. coming off the pandemic, yeah. a lot of people's whole mm. worlds just changed. Yeah. They were either working at home and yeah. they were that. Either they were home too much and they wasn't getting along with their families yeah. as much as they used to. Yep. So lots of things that they thought were going to be regular, regular, they changed yeah. during the pandemic and they became different kind of people. And mental wellness is a big priority nowadays. Yep, yep. you're exactly right, man. And so um, I talked to a couple. Dad Prescott. Yeah. He said he's going to share. He's his, got a foundation. His, his story with us. Mm -hmm. um, Charles Haley said he's going to. Um, he don't mind coming on. Mm -hmm. And several other guys. Um, Ryan Leaf is another guy. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. talking with him. And so just a lot, I th here's what I think. Um, if you can get known people to share that story, um, and I think that helps other people to identify, hey, man, I need to get some help. The other side of the website 
has a, it's a resource tab, resource library, I should say. And so we're putting different organizations in there. So if you go there, you see somebody sharing their personal about with mental health, you want to get help, click on a resource tab, and maybe you find something in there um, that will, you know, fit you, what you're looking for, to get the help that you need. That's tremendous. That's tremendous work there. Thank what you. made you want to get into this project? Because I think it's really important, and a lot of people, you know, probably can relate to it, but what made I, you decide I, to do it? Now, this is, this is i got to be careful with this. To be 100% honest with you, I've never met Junior Seau. Never. Right. I, I've probably mm -hmm. been on the same field. We probably played right. again, but I've right. never met Talk him. Talked to him, really, yeah. And so I'm an outsider looking in at this man's life, and I say, man, this is a guy that you would think that. at all. Yeah, and it's like, what could have happened there? Mm. We, I, didn't, I don't know his story, so I didn't try to duplicate his story, but that right there for me said, you know, Greg, you, you, you enjoy making movies. You always say you want to help people and that kind of stuff. So that was, for me, uh, it wasn't the only motivation. Sure. People in my personal family have bouts with mental health. Um, and, it's, and it's tough, Chris. And, and, it's, and it's ugly, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it affects your family in, in such a major way. And so just to be able to help people understand that they're not by themselves, right. that's what you know, that's what my mission is to do. And then, and, and I'm not normally this type of person, then the government has taken a away a lot of these assets mm -hmm. to help you. Mm -hmm. yeah. you, know, uh, you know, we used to laugh, oh, at the hospital, oh, th this floor. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But y we've lost a lot of that. Yeah. Because the government stopped funding a lot of that. Yeah. So yeah. now we see more of it. And we don't have a cure because if you don't work on it or be a part of it, you don't have to, you don't you, you access know. to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that create is, it yourself. Yeah. Well, that is tremendous work, and Thank obviously you. much success to all your endeavors there. Obviously with the movies and the studios, but also in working in the mental health space as well. That is Correct. tremendous work, and hopefully all of that will continue to grow Thank you. and grow where it needs to. So we Thank appreciate you, you yes, obviously sir. sharing that story with us. Tremendous yeah. stuff there. As we get ready for Cowboys and Commanders on Sunday, I'm not going to ask Nate his prediction because we already know every time, <laughs> look, every net, every week we do this show, uh -huh. I never ask Nate his prediction because he's always going to say Cowboys win. <laughs> so that's all I'm going to know about Nate is that the Cowboys going to win yeah. on Sunday. Real quick, in about 30 seconds, Cowboys win on Sunday, handle business against Washington. I don't got a good feeling. I'm sorry, guys. I don't got a good feeling oh, about okay, it. Okay, okay. I, I, I don't have a good feeling about it, man. I don't have a good feeling. I wish I did. I don't have a good feeling about it. Okay, all right. So Washington wins. Taking Washington, okay. I'm not taking them because okay. I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I okay. just don't have yeah, it. Yeah, I got okay. you. Okay. Watch the game with a little bit of trepidation. It sounds I am. Like, yeah. Okay, I am. all right. I am. Chris Arnold, confidence uh, in the Cowboys and their ability to handle business? Yeah, I think they're going to get it this time. I think they're going to get it uh, 35 to 31. Oh, high-scoring affair yeah. there you go. in the final week of the so season. They're going to put Heineke. What is it, Heineke? Heineke. You'll see a little yeah, bit of Taylor Heineke in that watch game. Him, watch him slide him it's in the second <laughs> half. Bro, they're going to have to put watch it for I wouldn't <laughs> put it past him. My hat's off to the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they say we ain't going to throw our kid yeah. to the Wolves yeah. like that. That's ugly, man. I, my yeah. hat's off to them. And uh -huh. yeah. I hope Washington, you know, don't do that kid like that. That ain't cool, man. Well, yeah. a lot is on the line on Sunday. If the Cowboys win and get a little bit of help, they could go all the way from the five seed, possibly all the way to the one or two seed. So we will see what happens. But it all starts with handling business against Washington yep. 
on Sunday. We appreciate all of you who joined us live on Cowboys Crosstalk, presented by SWBC here, live at the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Our season finale of Cowboys Crosstalk this year. Appreciate all you all season. My man, Nate, yes, three-time yes. Super Bowl champion, six-time Pro Bowler, and of course, joining us on this evening, three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Go and Cowboys. Our Cowboys legend, Greg there Ellis. Thank you so much for your time Thank you. on Thank you. this Wednesday yes, night. Cowboys Commanders on Sunday at 325 on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Look Network. Look out. We'll talk to y'all in the playoffs. Here we go. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys?